Welcome. This is Branching Out of the Empty Nest, and I am your host, Zoana Price. On this podcast, we discuss topics relevant to the empty nester. We discuss health, wealth, relationships, downsizing, retirement, dating, and taking care of aging parents. You can follow us on Instagram at Empty Nest Squad. On today's show, we are going to begin our series about taking care of aging parents and getting your parents' affairs in order. Today, we will be joined by Paulette Smith, who is a retirement specialist, and she will go over some of the things you need to do to get your parents and perhaps your own affairs in order. We have a lot to discuss today, so let's jump right in. This is a difficult subject, I know, and just trying to get your parents to start thinking along these lines, like when is a good time to start these type of conversations? Immediately, (laughs) especially if you're in your 50s and your parents are in their early 70s, this is a good time. You just have to be careful not to do it around Christmas or New Year's. If Because sometimes, you know, there's really weird feelings around Christmas and New Year's, and sometimes there's alcohol. So what you want to do is it can be done at any other time. You, you really want to use uh, situations where the parent is relaxed. Believe it or not, you know, a lot of people would think that After the death of another loved one, that would be horrible. But sometimes it's not, depending on who the loved one is. If it's someone their age or older, that might be a good time, not the day of the funeral, but I mean a few days later, to begin to bring that up. You know, well, mom, aunt, so-and-so had such and such in place or didn't have this in place. What do you have, mom? I'm worried about you. You know, and begin to get it there. But then there's other times you can do it, too. And I kind of did an open letter to some of my younger clients. Uh, I teach a course called Senior Living 101. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I wanted them to do was to use this time between Mother's Day and Father's Day to begin to talk to mom and dad and get it together. And it's important that they begin to, to really structure end-of-life talks, and uh, also, if, you, if you're alive, you can be sick and unwell, and that 50-year-old has to take money out of his or her 403B or 401K to take care of you. They don't put it back because what happens? By the time they've taken care of you, now they need to take more money out to help Junior go to college. So what happens to their 401k when they need to be saving it or their IRA or whatever they have, they need to be saving it for their retirement. Bad news. So what we need to do is get mom and dad, grandma and grandpa on the good foot. And one of the things that I realized they should have is something that I kind of had during Hurricane Katrina. I'm a Hurricane Katrina survivor, okay, as mm-hmm. as is many of the people that probably are listening to this have survived some sort of hurricane or a tornado or something crazy. Now we're seeing that they have other things besides weird weather. We have train derailments. We have buildings blowing up and emitting crazy fumes. And we have situations where sometimes people who are older have to evacuate that I never, ever thought 
what happened? And they have to evacuate for two or three nights. Now, you talk about worry to a 50-year-old person is when they live in, in Atlanta and mom lives in another state and things are happening and things are happening fast and you've got to get to mom right. or get somebody to get to mom and get her out of there and you go, the person goes to get mom out and nothing is done. <laughs> Right, absolutely. <laughs> you talk about craziness, and and I kind of saw that in in uh, New Orleans when I lived in New Orleans. There were places that were lower lying, and I watched other relatives have to go get folks and bring them to New Orleans. Believe it or not, New Orleans is higher ground than some places in Louisiana, and and they would have to go do it. And these people were not always ready, mm-hmm. and so I learned. I learned watching other people, and what I tell my classes now is you. You can the, the things that you're talking about, you know, we talk about making sure parent grandparents have wills and making sure they have all their data together. Right. That can be integrated into something fun. And, you know, you say, well, how could that how could a will be fun? Well, it's really not. But if you integrate it into other types of things, it might be something that you all can do together. Now, this right. is a time when we're all saying everybody doesn't have a lot of money because of inflation. Well, why don't you do something? Thing that's not free but close to free and get your kids to help you to do this with grandma and grandpa. You need to put together a, I call it a disaster fast-moving bag, okay? It can be in a duffel bag. It can be in a, a, a small uh, a bag. that. And if you don't have enough money to buy it from QVC or Amazon and all that, go to one of the Goodwill places. They have those you know kind of bags there. And there are some things that you need to do. You need to create a bag so that the adult, the older adult, will be able to see be able to hear, be able to move at a moment's notice, be able to sleep well, well as well as you can during a disaster, uh, to be sanitary, maintain hygiene, and maintain dignity. You want them to have a restart bag. And in that restart bag, that's where we talk about the will and all that kind of stuff, okay? And you want them to be able to nourish themselves. And now you say, well, why would I do all that? Now, I'm not talking about staying in place during a, a, a hurricane or something like that. I'm talking about having to move to the local gym or local library and having to go there fast. When they say move fast, they don't mean that you need to go look under three things of paper to find your will. That's not what they mean, okay? So I came up with some ideas, and I asked some other Older citizens, everybody I asked was over 65, you know, and they gave me ideas uh, other than, so I have more. When I originally told you I had ideas, I have a few more that they came up with, and especially the guys. They came up with stuff, too. Okay, okay so let's look at, be able to see. The first thing we want is a small flashlight with batteries or a small pull-up lantern. Now, where do you get these pull-up lanterns? They're less than $20. You can get them at Amazon. I got mine from QVC. I'm not trying to plug QVC, but that's where I got it from. And all it does is you have a special battery in it, and it pulls up, and it lights the whole room. Now, there's the kind that also has a hook so that you can hook it to stuff, and you don't have to handle it. Why is that important? Because sometimes you might be moving around in the dark. Gotcha. Street okay. lights might be out, okay, mm-hmm. and, and the people who are driving the car need you to help them with the light. Now, what is the next one? You need to be able to hear. You want a small, battery-operated or hand-cranked 
weather radio. Why do you want that? Because in, in an emergency, sometimes you can't get everything you want through your cell phone. <laughs> Ask some of the people in the gyms during Hurricane Katrina. The cell phone lines were down. Okay, uh, you want the, but you do want to sell your cell phone, and you do want something that will charge it for as long as you can get it charged. You're you want your hearing aid if you are hearing impaired. Even if you don't like your hearing aid, take it anyway because you may develop an affinity for it if you need it. Now you also want. A small foldable cane. Now, you've heard of the Hurricane, or that's a brand name, but they have other folding canes there. And people will look at me and say, I don't walk with a cane. I don't want to be seen walking with a cane. Well, let me put it this way. If you're moving fast, maybe maybe you don't want to be seen with a cane. If you twist your ankle, you need something to support yourself because you're not getting any medical help right now. So you need something to support yourself and to be able to move and get to that car and go. You don't know if there's been a lot of wind, whether you're walking through glass or whatever it is. Now, while you're compiling all this, you're talking to mom. And I'm going to give you some questions and things to ask mom later that provoke the conversation for the things that you and I have been talking about. Now, the next thing you want to do is be able to sleep. And, you know, when they, when you go to these places, sometimes they hand you pillows and all that types of You don't know whose face has been on those pillows. Absolutely. Okay. Not. So what you want to do is you want to bring your own pillowcase. Okay. Right. <laughs> you want to bring your own pillowcase. You also want to be sanitary. Now, you want to bring self-sanitary bath seats. I saw that in a friend's house, and I went running to her. I didn't use it, but I went running to her, and I asked, why would you get this stuff? She said it's a dollar store. They had little self-sanitary packets where, they, where a woman could put that in her purse, and it would be sanitary on uh, the, the toilet seats. Now, understand, if you're going to stay overnight at a school or even for two nights at a school, you don't know who the other people are that you're sharing this space with. So you want to be able to contain yourself. And older people do sometimes have, because of all the shots we take and all the other things we take, a lot of times we don't have the immune system that a 21-year-old has. So we need to be able to be as sanitary as we possibly can. The guys reminded me, especially my own guy, reminded me, Paulette, tell him to bring a razor. And, you know, I laughed. I said, because sometimes ladies need razors too. You know, so we, you know, yes, you do want to bring a razor. One, you want to bring disposable wipes for your face and skin. That's part of that hygiene. The small hand sanitizers that they give you uh, when you get your Medicare program and they send you stuff in the mail. You know, we love you. Take that and put it there, okay? You want to get a travel size dental pack. Now, these are not all things that you may not, you may not put all these in your pack, but you need to consider them. Okay, the travel size dental pack Walmart and all these places have a mini toothbrush, a mini this and a mini that. So you need that because dental hygiene is very important. If you have the wrong dental hygiene, it can affect your heart and all the places where you've had replacement parts. Ask any dentist, okay? And you need a a set of clean, disposable underwear. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is the one that I got the most response from. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did this yesterday, and one man stopped me, and he said, what is that? And I said, just go to any uh, drugstore, and you'll see the manly man on the Depends. That's what I mean. And he he says, oh, my God. (laughs) And I said, Remember to get the one with the manly man on it. He said, okay, now you need 
to keep to take to take your mask. I didn't think about putting a mask in in it because I wear my mask. But then three people said, "Yeah, but you can't. You may not want to wear the same mask every day, you know. So you may need to take a replacement mask." Okay,、um, I said, "Fine with that." And then、uh, a friend of mine said. What kind of money are you going to take? Because you and I had forgotten about money. Because <laughs> I really had forgotten about that one. So yes, you have to decide on that. But all of these things, you you also want to have in your emergency packet the restart docs.、Mm-hmm. Now this is where we start getting to the thing of mom and dad. Do you have a will, mom and dad? What's happening with your Medicare and all that? All the things that mom and dad don't. Want to tell you, <laughs> but、right. you are asking mom and dad in an environment that is not threatening.、Mm-hmm. You're asking them in an environment that they're relaxed in, and you're giving them a gift for Mother's Day. And it's not the sweater or the tie that they won't wear because the color's wrong. It is something really that can save their life. Right. And so one of the things you want. To see that mom and dad have now. These are not just papers for their death. These are papers that they need in case, even if you're in town. If you need to do something fast with them, you need to see where everything is, and this is the time to get it. Okay, you. They need a filled out paper showing the names of their docs and their medication. Do you know that most people don't know the the, the names of their mom and dad's docs or doctors, especially the specialists? Or their medication, unless you drive them there. Now, if you drive them there, you know. Right. But if you don't drive them and you live in another city, how would you know? You wouldn't. Know. You wouldn't know. And if mom or dad have not written it down, then how would you know? And so now there's some of these special, and I call them doctors on steroids, and I'm not going to mention them because people know where they are in their neighborhood, where they have this group and this this particular medical group, and they, when you walk out, will give you a sheet of paper that will show the doctor's name, the address, and we've referred you to this, this, and this. They will have it all there.、Mm-hmm. So mom, you, mom in her doctor's office. May want to ask for an extra copy.、Okay. May I have an extra copy so I can give my daughter? Okay, so、mm-hmm. you want you want one there, and if you can get one to keep yourself great.、Right. Okay. Sometimes they will email it to you.、Mm-hmm. Okay.、Uh, now the other thing you want is the phone info of relatives or friends in other areas. Because you don't know the alliances and the backup your mom and dad have, and if something happens to them and this person shows up and they're a stranger to you, you don't know who they are,、right. and you don't know whether they're really the mom's friend or not. <laughs> you know. So what you want to get from that is that in writing, and you want to have. A something showing their life insurance. Now this is a perfect time, Mom.、Uh, we're getting this together for you because if I have to come and pick you up, I have to move on. We have to. Move, we can't compile this. So, Mom,、um, where's your life insurance? If Mom goes, uh, 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 the next thing is, well, Mom, do you have any life insurance? And not in an accusatory manner.、Mm-hmm. It's like, well. I, I did. Okay, you did. What happened? Right. 
And it's an open-ended question. So you can find out what happened. Right. You may find out, and a lot of people find this out, they had life insurance until they got 70. Mm-hmm. And then when they got 70, if they had term insurance, the price went up, and it was a shock. And they decided, no, so now I'll go to TV and start doing And then they find out that the small amount that they're paying pays $1,000 worth of insurance. You can't do anything to do with that. So, you know, you need to know. And so this is a perfect excuse to find out in a way with, oh, mom, you're going to need more than that. I need to help. I need to help you, mom. Okay. You You know, forget about the fact that you don't have it. Let's just move on and get out of this now. And if you're not accusatory, a lot of parents will listen to that. You also want to find out if they have long-term care because people find out too late that Medicare does not pay for long-term care. Right. And by long-term care, I mean anything that's more than 20 days. Mm -hmm. Now, if the person is on Medicaid, those Mm -hmm. are other issues. And I work with several attorneys that are very happy to tell people what they can do and what they can get. People would need to contact me so I can contact the attorneys. But what happens is people don't know that they need long-term care. And I tell my people if they're between 50 and 55, they need to start working on their long-term care journey now. I didn't say get a policy. Mm-hmm. I said work on the journey. Let's look at the pathway and see what we need to do. Okay? Now, the other thing that I tell them to do, besides getting the papers for the life insurance and the long-term care, they need the name of the apartment that that uh, the apartment, not owner, but the apartment management mm-hmm. that they're living in. If they're moving away from the apartment for a few days and daughter's coming in to get them, she doesn't know anything about that. She knows that they may live at Happy Sunshine uh, Apartments, but she doesn't know anything about Happy Sunshine Apartments. So she needs to find out about that. That needs to be somewhere. Even if you wind up not taking it with you, you wind up leaving it in a certain spot in your house, your children need to know that. There's something called an SOB if they have Medicare Part C. And Medicare Part C, yes, that's Medicare Advantage. They don't tell you that, uh, you know, so they can advertise again. But no, Medicare Part C is Medicare Advantage. And so Medicare C and Part uh, Medicare C or, or Medicare Advantage, as it's called, have something called a summary of benefits. They also have an evidence of coverage, but that's okay. 300 pages, you know, and I tell I have my clients call their companies and say, no, I don't want to change my program. I don't want to change my agent, but I need you to mail me my SOB and my EOC. Now, why do I want you to do that? I want you to do that because a lot of people don't have an office in their home where they can copy 15 pages mm-hmm. or copy 250 pages. They don't buy paper. They don't do that. It's just we. <laughs> we right. people who have offices in our houses can, right. can do that. So if you're that kind of person, then even if they send it to you on email, sometimes you can't really look at that computer for hours and figure things out. They can send it to you by United States Postal Service. Mm -hmm. 
And that's what you should make sure that they do. Okay. And if you can't, when you go visit mom, to you know, you're, like I said, you're not putting that big one in this package. You're putting it to the side. But it's something that you can ask her about because you're getting her affairs together. If you find that she doesn't have it, then you say, hey, mom, look, let's flip over your Medicare Advantage Part C card. And it says customer service. You and I are going to call them right now. Can you briefly explain the difference and the benefits between Medicaid and Medicare? Okay. Medicare is something that people who are 65 or people who have a, I don't want to say handicap, but have a physical uh, disability and they've had this disability for a while and after a certain time they get a Medicare. Care card. Medicare is to take care of people like that and people who are older. And you can be of any income level and be on Medicare. Medicaid is a state program and they differ from state to state. They have different names from state to state. There are about four or five levels of Medicaid, which allow people to have certain things paid for. Sometimes they just pay for medicine. Sometimes they pay for medicine and services. It depends on the, on, on what uh, level you are. And that is going to be a talk that I can, that's a, 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 that is a Medicare and a one-on-one talk to talk a little bit about Medicaid. I also work again with my tribe and one of the people in my tribe talks extensively extensively about Medicaid, and I've already talked to her about coming on this show. That's Mm -hmm. great information we'll have Mm -hmm. for our listeners, but I also wanted to make sure that everyone knew that this is going to be a series, so this is just part one of our series, and I want you to come back next week and listen so you can find out more information. We are speaking with Paulette Smith, and she is a retirement specialist, and she has given us some great information today. Can you give them their, your contact information so if they have some questions before the next episode, if they want to contact you to get this started? 770-885-6329. Again, this is part one, and we'll be back on the next episode with part two of this conversation. Our Instagram is Empty Nest Squad. Our Facebook channel is Branching Out of the Empty Nest. And you can go to our website, EmptyNestSquad.com, to get more information. And, of course, all of this information will be in our show notes. So I want to thank you for listening today. And, again, this is Branching Out of the Empty Nest. I am your host, Zawana Price. And until next time, get out there and soar.